AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Nick. What? <laughs> We're starting our show. <gasps> Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. It's the season finale. Of episode, or season six. God damn it. I always fuck up. Sorry about the musical interlude, uh, you know, Anna's part. Aww. Um, uh, but we, we're here today to talk to you about uh, diabetes medication. Nope. Uh, why don't you... Lead it off. So we're here to talk. <laughs> we're talking season six, episode 16. But first, we have to do a classic check in. Which LaCroix are you drinking today, Nick? Turner. Today, I'm drinking a combination of blackberry, cucumber, and pineapple strawberry, which I like to call Bacupinstra. Bacupinstra. Which also in Dothraki is known as sorry about how forceful I was during sex. Whoa. Oh. That's really all I know about the Dothraki is that they're they're rapists. And oh. 
Yeah. Dothraki. So if I could invent one word for them, it would be sorry, and I'm never going to do that again, and I'm going to teach my sons to not do that again. All right. I'm going to step off my friggin' high horse. Okay. And step on to your low horse. What's up? My low horse. So, again, sorry, I'm a singing monster. Please don't tweet me about it because I'll just mute you. So, uh, yes, season six, episode 16. We are at the finale, baby. Call me a cab because I'm ready to be done. Hey, (laughs) ready to be fucking done. So, the good thing is, once we finish all the current seasons, we can go on a hiatus until the new season starts. That's great. Yeah, so we can take a break from this a little. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't either, Nick. We've signed one of those billion-year contracts like Scientology offers. Can we take a week off? I know I, we've talked about this. Let's just take that. a week off this week. What? Let's just take seven days off, and I'll see you in seven days. Well, what we're in think? the middle of a week. Who cares? I mean, who? Who cares? What's what's the middle of a week mean to us? <laughs> Violence. So actually, I want to talk about some really fun things that happened. I discovered Alex from season one, Alex, however he spells his name, A-L-E-K-S. He's a weirdo right-wing conservative because... He was tweeting that people should join Parler, which is that weird MAGA social media app. He's like, ditch Twitter and Facebook. Parler is the real deal. No censorship. And that's you know, why it's, uh, I don't It's exist. easy to have no censorship when you have no usership. Yeah, uh, which is funny. Say whatever you want, please. Literally no one reads it. Yeah, no, it's true because the the creator of Parlor came out begging liberals to join. So these fucking MAGA dorks had people to talk to. So the problem is it's just all these MAGA bots. Yeah. And no one to get angry about them. Yeah. <laughs> it's no just one... people being like, I agree. Yeah. And so it's like there's nothing to do on it because like liberals or whatever, anyone who's just like not a conservative is like, "Mm, no, thank you. I don't know. He also retweets a lot of like clear like right wing um, propaganda and other shit. And he keeps demanding Gavin Newsom to resign. And, oh, you know, he's just a fucking shill. Today, I regretfully inform my wife and all my constituents in the state of California, and I am resigning off a plea from season one, first mate, Alex. It actually makes sense that Captain Lee didn't like him. We could probably just vibe. But, of course, I don't know Captain Lee's politics either, so we could just, you know, we could just be in... Straight white male, rich yacht owner land, and then be like, "Oh, that's right, you're all trash." Um, I what you just said shook me to my core. <laughs> Shut up. He keeps tweeting. Twitter has lost its way. Hashtag Parlor is the way to go. Fool. Nobody cares about Parlor. I care about Parlor. No, do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, oh I love God. it. <laughs> he also posted. It's a my TikTok. main source of news. He posted a TikTok of a guy like boxing with a kangaroo who tried to steal his dog. That's fun. Wow. 
That's he also stuff. doesn't believe in global warming, apparently. All right. Well, fuck this guy. Alex is canceled. Alex, Captain Alex. Well, originally he was canceled because he spells his name fucking dumb. All right, guys, let's get into this episode. So we continue with the main primary, Crystal, losing her mind, trying to sleep on the deck and refusing to go to bed while Kate and Josiah try to wake her up. And she's like, I just don't fucking care. Like, I don't fucking care. Do what you want. I don't fucking care. Just being like so rude. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And she finally gets up and she tells Kate that she's going to go and puke everywhere to punish them for making her get up. And Kate's like, okay. And then so she goes into her room and she starts very rudely telling her friend to get out of her bed over and over again. Like, okay, thanks. Get out of my bed. Thanks. Okay, thanks. Get out of my bed. Thanks. It's like you are the most miserable piece of shit. Like it's either like highs or lows. She's just like a monster. Look, I don't know why she couldn't just get out of her fucking bed. Okay. Seems pretty fucking easy. Sorry. <sighs> Lost my mind. Lost yeah, my mind. no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So um Josiah is finishing up the night himself while the rude primary keeps bitching about how it's too hot in her room and that she's gonna puke everywhere. And then everyone goes to bed and it's the next day. So Riley tries to bring some tea. Uh, for the main primary Crystal in the morning, because I guess she asked for some. And then Crystal freaks the fuck out and tells her not to enter her room without permission. Even though I think she knocked, but who knows. Captain Lee says it's been an epic season and he loves his job. And Adrian's grilling Laura about Ashton and asks um, if she's going to South Africa soon. And and he says that Ashton likes her butt. And she's like, oh, bro, you're sexually frustrated. And he's like, and you're not? And she's like, no, bro, I'm fucking Ashton. Yeah. <sighs> kidding me? I'm literally with the world's most Adonis-like man. <laughs> he's so I'm funny. not worried about your little baby carrot. <laughs> Facts, queen. Yeah, so Adrian says he feels comfortable with Laura and they have a great friendship and they room together, which helped their friendship. And it's been nice having someone to talk about their frustrations with. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. She feels the same. Crystal's awake and demanding breakfast and all the crew are terrified of her and Laura is weirded out that none of her friends are pointing out how shitty she was being the night before. And every guest has like a hundred things they want for breakfast and they want it like right now because they're all starving. Uh, And so the deck crew are working on putting out all the water toys for the guests. And after the food comes out, Crystal barely touches the food and yet says that she's in such a food coma. She's a monster. So Riley says it's awkward to work side by side with Tyler since nothing is going to come of their relationship. And Adrian won't give Laura an avocado unless she hugs him and she's not having it. She's like, what the fuck, dude? Leave me alone. And the guests are all going down the water slide. And uh, yeah, (gasps) how fun. They're having such a fun. What a fun crew. Yeah, they're all like really chill and like very easygoing. And no one's a. that's the great thing about this crew is like no one is a. Yeah. It's like no one's going to freak out if you're like nine minutes late. Yeah, that girl, the one who was nine minutes late that got bitched out by uh, Crystal has like, every time I see her, all I see is like trauma. All right. 
Um, all, right. all right. Where were we? So, uh, Adrian, um, sorry, everyone. We had a bit of a technical difficulty, but we are back. So, Adrian has a table setting idea that involves an aquarium for his final dinner. And Kate and Josiah, they're not impressed. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Why? Because they never are. And the guests uh, sit down for lunch and they're being annoying as usual. They're like, um, did you give us each our own chicken? Yeah. Yeah. And Ashton is bummed out that his time with Laura is coming to an end. And then Tyler takes Adrian out to find out what he would like for his aquarium. So he starts, he, he dives in and the water and we learn that he's a water baby and he spent his youth snorkeling and finding treasures and he likes to share these treasures with people. That's the thing. It's like he's stunted in a way. Um, They all are. Yeah. So Adrian gets some weird sea slug creature from his dive and they bring it back to the boat and the crew is very weirded out by it. They're like, why this, Adrian? There's nothing appetizing about looking at this while you're eating. You know why it is? Why? Because that's what he found. Okay. It's not good. He just wanted to go and dive first thing, and he accidentally found the world's most disgusting thing. And then his ego said, you tell them that's good. What's the deal with this thing? It's oozing? It's oozing pus? It's like coming. Oozing some white fluid? It's like coming. I don't think I understand that's, that's what they say. That's not what it is, though. It's not coming. Stop saying that. Why have you said that over 100 times this episode? It's coming. Oh, God. Just, I, this does not hit right. It's if like, you say it again, I'm uh, out of the uh, podcast. Coming. Okay. <laughs> Nick just quit the podcast. <laughs> Whatever. Got to move forward. So Josiah tells Kate about the weird slug situation. Hey, Nick, put your headphones back on because you're being a little bitch. Um, um, I heard that. <laughs> so yeah, Josiah tells Kate about the slug and she's not having it and thinks the guests will not appreciate it because they're dumb bitches. And Adrian tells Captain Lee about his plan with the sea slug and Captain Lee literally goes, mm, that sounds disgusting. And so the deck crew are making a little floaty bed for the sea slug to chill in the water but not get too far from the boat. And it's pretty cute. Did you see that? I did see that, and I don't think I would describe it as a cute. Well, I th- I I thought the bed, floaty like bed for it because the whole idea is that so it does it does not float away and they can murder it. Right, but um, I just thought the the actual structure they built for him to chill in was cute. Yeah, I liked it. It was a good use of pool. I, I took a photo of it. I'll post the photo. It's cute. you know you could probably see it on one of those articles, um, those clickbait articles. It'd be like. 12 hacks you can do with things found in your backyard. Yeah. It's like, have some old pool noodles? Why not Why not trap an old coming giant slug in there? Let it float in your pool so you can't. Yep. <laughs> That's the dream. So uh, Adrian shows Kate his sea slug, and she's grossed out and thinks it's ejaculating, and... They basically decide that he can't be at the table, the sea slug, because it's too gross and it will freak the guests out. True. And so they let him go I back in the water. I can't even be on a TV. I can't be watching it on TV. Yeah, it's disgusting. I would be so grossed out if it was just coming while I was eating. I'd be like, Take Yeah, but this these away. women are actually pretty chill. So mm-hmm. I bet they would not mind. 
I would have loved to see how Crystal reacted if you put that sea slug on her table. It would have been a shit show. Oh, Crystal. You mean, hmm. uh, you know, we found out about Crystal. What? Oh, did you not watch the um, the finale, the reunion yet? No. I went a little ahead. Okay, well, wow. Um, anyway. Can I, just, can I just tell you? Uh, I think I know what you're talking about because I read a little about her. So let's save it for the finale or for the reunion. Ooh, it's good. Let's save it for the reunion. All right. Yes. So they let the sea slug go and Adrian's disappointed and says he sees beauty in most things, but he forgets that some people just don't. Whatever. Fuck off, Adrian. That thing was disgusting. Kate works on the disco themed aquarium table setting for Adrian's big idea. And they decide to just use Riley's corals and not the ones that Adrian found because they're like gross and sea creaturey. And the guests are sitting down for dinner and Kate realizes she completely forgot the main primary crystal's birthday uh, and that they need streamers and balloons ASAP or the spoiled bitch is going to lose her mind. That's not like Kate. No, I think she's distracted because of that stupid table setting. But uh, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back, right, now. That's a great idea. Yep. Okay. All right. Bye. See, see you then. Bye, guys. <laughs> I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek Justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC Plus. And we're back. Nick's back. Nick is short circuiting. I am so just a fan. As we were talking the before the circuit. break, Kate forgot about the primary's birthday. 
And so she puts Laura in charge of setting up the sun deck with a bunch of balloons and streamers. And they're all going to have to hustle because there's a fireworks display happening at 9 p.m. for the birthday as well. And Crystal's crying because she's like so grateful her friends came to celebrate her birthday with her. And Kate's like, yeah, everyone hates her. Her friends are just there because she pays for things. This is too bad because I really would have wanted to see Caroline set it up by herself and to see what she could come up with. I also want to I want to see Caroline on this charter just because I want to see like Caroline versus Crystal and who could be like more of a crying insane mess. Huh. Crystal's such everyone knows Crystal's full of shit and she just pays for shit. So she also said at one point she goes, yeah. So like I went on a date one time and I ordered a steak tartare and he ordered a well done. And I was like, that's it. We're done. And it's like, what are you talking about? Um, there's nothing more infuriating. What? What? <laughs> Look, of course it's dumb to order a well done. Why? Of course. Why? Why is it dumb? Yeah, I don't know why. Because you lose a ton of flavor. It's not good. You know, it's like um, it's like buying the world's most expensive whiskey and then throwing a few ice cubes in there. It's just not you're, you're wa- it's a waste. You've wasted whatever potential that meat had. Your steak is going to taste like every other steak you've ever had because you've also burnt those to shit. And you don't even know what a good steak tastes like. And you're lying to yourself. Why would you order the most expensive thing on the menu and be like, "But but ruin it." You could order literal hamburger meat and just be like, "Put a fucking pile of ground beef on my plate and that's the same. Hmm. I don't know that much about meat politics. It's not politics. It's it, it's taste to ticks. Okay. Politaste. Polititaste. Okay. No, you're saying words. So <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, you're saying things. So Yeah. Uh Adrian wants a disco light tower to come out with all his slices of cake. And Kate's annoyed by that. And he thinks that she's trying, he is trying to stress her out on this like busy night where shit's like very like uh, rushed. What? Sorry, my dog is underneath my rolling chair and I'm going (laughs) to need him to not die. Oh, this this episode is going well. Would you say? I know. There's a lot of uh, family issues I'm having. (laughs) This this clip would go viral if I was on BBC right now. Yeah. Oh. Well, anyway, um, Kate tricks the the main primary by saying, oh, my God, you guys, let's go to the top deck because there's supposed to be a meteor shower. So, of course, they go to the top deck so they can see the like surprise fireworks display. And the crew uses this time to come in with the balloons and dress up the area uh, for her birthday. And they put a bunch of balloons up and streamers and they just like make it look like a birthday and they put up a happy birthday sign. And then they come down and Crystal loves, she loved the birthday fireworks and she cries of happiness from the birthday decorations and the cake and the sparklers. <laughs> and they and she keeps crying and being like, my heart is so full. My heart is so full. And everyone on the crew is like, she is a great auditioner because she's fake. I love it when people are, are like, oh, wait a minute. My daddy did pay a lot for this boat. I should probably like enjoy it but like i only have like 10 minutes left so i'm just gonna have to really enjoy it for 10 minutes 
So she's like, Crystal, just enjoy yourself. And she's like, I finally love it. It's the best. It's the best. I'm literally the luckiest person in the world. I've had a great time. I've never had any problems with my life, and my career is totally my own. <laughs> I'm not a financial associate because of my daddy's help. Yeah. So, so I, I looked her up. I found her um, professional uh, website, H.J. Sims Mortgage Funding, Crystal Murphy, Senior Associate, H.J. Sims. Uh, if you want to email her, it's kmurphy at hjsims.com. And if you want to give her a phone call, it's 203-418-9028. Oh, my God, Nick, Are you doxing her right now? <laughs> It's just, this is her public information. It's it's her work phone. Actually, is everyone's, it? looks like all of her coworkers' uh, area codes are different, so it might actually be her, her personal. Nice. Where is 203? Great job at doxing fucking Crystal right now. I guess we didn't send her address, so. What do I give a shit? It's out there. No one hate no one on no one listening to this is gonna be like, I'm gonna call I'm gonna email that bitch. <laughs> you don't know. Um, it's Connecticut, by the way. Of course. Of course. Um, but she's not some hot shit, you know, because um she has the worst job at this place, is what I guess I'm saying. She's a senior associate. But the other people on here, this guy's the managing principal, senior vice president, another senior vice president. President Sims Mortgage Funding. These, everyone else, she is the low person on the totem pole. And she so wants, they so want to fire her, but they know that like Crystal Murphy's dad, you know, who owns the parent company, mm. is going to get mad and she's the fucking spoiled little rich girl. I have absolutely no respect for this person. No, she's an evil shithead. Uh, yeah, especially, you know, what our country has been learning the last, you know, couple of months. Um, she is the quintessential bad guy at the moment. She is a Karen to the nth degree. Oh, for sure. She would call the police on all of us. Oh She's my god. She would call the police on herself if it was like too low light when she looked in the mirror. Oh, for her. Her her. her. For her. Like she's calling the police on this podcast for doxing her. Well, that she does have a legitimate claim there. <laughs> Fuck. We're sorry, Crystal. Okay. <laughs> see, see, we always have to apologize to the white woman in the end. So, uh, the guests all go to the master bedroom to hang out afterward. And the crew clean up after the guests and it's like a mess because they're just messy betches. And Adrian notices that Kate didn't use the coral he brought on board from his dive and only used Riley's coral. And he is so disrespected by it. <sighs> Wait, I don't understand. Cares? Riley got coral too? Yeah, I guess she also at another point picked up some coral. And so, so they used they're just coral. ripping this coral out of the reef? I don't know. I don't know the context. Protect, a protected species? I guess. A living, breathing species. Maybe it was like rejected and it was already broken off, which is what she picked up. Rejected? Oh, they rejected it once I put my hand on it in uh, oopsies. Yeah, I don't know how people get shit like that. 
But uh, Kate is asking Adrian why he wanted to go snorkeling all of a sudden for the table setting. And he feels attacked by Kate and he ends the conversation and walks out. And Kate's like, okay. And he's like, you're being passive aggressive. But anyway, the main primary charter guest gets into a fight with her friend Cam and starts yelling that she organized everything. She got her a fireworks display. She set up her whole birthday party and all she does is treat her like shit. And everyone can overhear and they're all like, well, that's normal. And uh, Laura tells Ashton that Adrian has been making her uncomfortable with his comments. And okay, Laura pronounces charcuterie as chuckateri. Did you hear that? Um, we actually, Lyra was was assisting me watching this episode and we had a great chuckle. Because she's like, yeah, you know, like how the chuckateri board needs meat on it. So I was looking for the mirror. I was like, chuckateri, bitch, you, you're a chief stew. I, I, to her credit, I, I do believe she said charcuterie. Okay, regardless, <laughs> regardless, okay? There is no reason to ever say, oh, okay, see, after all the bullshit, just her saying that one word completely, like, eliminated her resume for me. Yeah, I don't understand how you... Charcuterie! Uh, how you get to that point? How do you do one charter without running into that word? No one being like you, like, and I will set up a chuckateri board for everyone. Everyone's like, I'm sorry, oh, a what board? What I are you do not out? work in the food industry, but that word comes up in my own life. Yes, at least three times a week. I say chuckateri. Okay, I say it all day. Okay, so I say chuckateri, dude. You say chuckateri. Okay? I say chuck. I call it chuck for sure. Shirtery. Okay, it's it's uh, bitch never that if anything proved that she was never a chief stew because I bet they say now pronounce these words pied de terre charcuterie say this fucking bullshit bon appetit yeah. she's like um bon appetite like give me a fucking break you didn't work in the med bitch fucking keep hitting her I just like if my bitch ass well I guess I'm Persian but like. If I know how to say shakuturi, I don't know what the fuck chakateri is. And let me just say, I love a cheese and charcuterie board. I'm actually like, one of my favorite dishes is for someone to bring me a cheese charcuterie board, a chakateri board with some nuts and some fine jam, specifically jalapeno jam. I like the fruits. I like the pickles. I like the multiple cheeses. I want to know how, she's, how she pronounces crudite. Oh, uh, you guys want me to get a crudite board? Yeah. A, cur- a what? Crudite. A crudite? Cur- Look okay. it up. Look it up and then uh, and, and don't admit that you don't know what that word is. I know what a crudite is. But anyway, she, uh, yeah, she says chuckateri board. She's like, so like I was making the chuckateri board and I'm like, where is the meat? And he's like, the meat's right here. And I had to turn and look at his crotch. And that was inappropriate. And Ashton's like, well. Well, he basically was like, you need to stand up for yourself and tell him. And then he says in his most woke Ashton moment, I'm not going to say anything unless she asks me to because she's a big girl and she can take care of her own problems. And I was like, wow, Ashton. Do you agree? Or- then you've, that's when you fell in love with Ashton? Wasn't the first time we saw his pecs? No, I don't give a shit about his pecs. All right. It's the next day. So Kate says she thinks Adrian is an insecure person after their fight, but everything is fine because that's his issue and not hers. And the deck crew pull up. 
the anchor and head back to dock. And the guests are having breakfast. And then Ashton asks Ross to hit him up if there's a boating opportunity that comes up in New Zealand because he really wants to continue working with him and continue their bromance. And Ross says that it has taken him a long time to realize how much his baby mama Allison means to him and that she's the only person who can put up with his shit. And he's excited to see her and his son and their son in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they're doing their final docking of the season. That's great, man. I There have been no pretend problems with parking this season. That's usually a giant part of the show. And they're not even pretending anymore because the deck crew is so good. It's not even an issue. Yeah. You know, now that it's the season finale, do you mind if I tell you where Chef Adrian is? Yeah. Well, this is from May 29th of this year, so it's very recent. Okay. Martin had some, Adrian Martin, that's his name, had some pretty pretty big shoes to fill. Adrian Martin Chef. from St. Martin? Adrian Martin, yes. It's almost like Andrea Martin, you know, one of comedy's Canadian luminaries. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's just been hosting private dinner experiences. I want to know who this couple is that he is working for. He's uh, got a job with a very wealthy so he's, couple. So he's still with them. Yeah. Well, um, I think that he's probably done more of that. He planned to set up residency in New York for a private client during season six reunion. But uh, after the several months in the city, he moved on and started offering his services to other clients. Before embarking upon his U.S. travels, he took... Oh, this is the worst written article in the whole world. Oh, God. I, I hate that this article exists. It doesn't... It's not readable. Um, so anyway, his plans for this year, in early March, he embarked on this road trip that was supposed to last months or whatever. And he Instagrammed out a picture. His first dinner party on the road was a hit. So excited for all the ones to come. This was a golden ruby chocolate sphere filled with chewy coconut crumble, sake-infused mango mousse, and fresh raspberries. Anyway, and then um, there's just never... And, and, then that, and then he went to Georgia, and then that was it. I'm so excited about all this stuff I get, and he can't do anything. And I really feel like uh, the pandemic has been worse for him than anybody else and i do want to apologize first to you for not vetting this article yeah. and then to our listeners for providing such terrible content this yeah. last two minutes it's okay it's bad it's really bad that's okay we'll move forward we won't look back we'll just look forward and we'll we'll do better we'll do thank better you. all right so yeah one last stocking the guests are leaving thank god and Crystal keeps crying and saying that her heart is so full and this trip meant so much to her. And it's like, bitch, just get off the boat. And everyone, as soon as they leave, everyone's like, whoa, fuck you, last trip, whoa. They're like, meep, 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 meep. Yep. And then it's tip meeting time and Captain Lee says, this was the best charter crew ever. And Kate says he's never said stuff like this. So it must be true. So they end up with a 20K tip. Woo! That's good. I don't know. I mean, she should have easily tipped like 40K because she sucks. But what are you going to do? Yeah, it's not her money. What does she give a shit? Yeah. So we learned that total tips for the season was 162,000. And that was 
13783 per person. Wow. Wow. And, uh, of course, Captain Lee got considerably more than that, but they don't give you the totals because they don't have cameras everywhere he handles the money. All right, guys, it's that time. Nick has accused Captain Lee of stealing tips, so take a drink. Chugga, chugga. Last week's episode of Get Rich Nick was a dirty taxes episode where we talked to a guy who does professionally dirty taxes. Oh, my God. And um, then I posted about it and I said, uh, hey, post uh, tag tag someone who uh, who cheats on their taxes. And um, then from this this account, You're a I, I, I tagged uh, Captain Lee. <laughs> From the, the deckhands account? Yes. Are you fucking for real? <laughs> yes. So, so take another drink. Wait, are you? I have to go look at this. Oh no my one God. else tagged anybody. It really did not take yeah, off. Yeah, because um, who would tag someone? I don't it see it. It was to tag celebrities. Oh, I don't see your your tag. Uh, it doesn't matter. You lied. It it happened. I don't know what you're looking at. So, are you, you looking said- at the Get Rich Nick Instagram account? Oh, you tagged from from our account. You commented from yes. our Instagram. Yes, okay, yes, well yes. that makes more sense. Yes. I wish you'd be more honest. You lack transparency in many ways. I do not. I do not. You lack uh, a here here cutery. <laughs> Okay. Let's take another break. We'll be right back. Please. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money. And he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. 
Parish. All new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. And we're back. Great. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for doing this episode with me today. Why? I just... Because you fucked I up really, at the beginning? I really appreciate you. And sometimes I don't make that known. Yeah, it's true. Because you always send me death threats. Okay, those... Look, I should not dox you once a week. Of yeah, course I'm going to stop doing true. that soon. Stop revealing my address to people. I plan well. I, I, you know, I I do love uh, telling people your email. Um, if you can, if you think it, if you think you know what it is, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much everybody's email. Yeah. I guarantee you, Brad Pitt's email is Brad Pitt at Gmail. How funny! What should we email it? No, you know, like actually, older people. Lyra was saying she was on like some that he was working on some crooked show. And he was in a document and working on it. And then he like made a note in the document and then wrote, hey, guys, it's me, B. Pitt. Uh, and then uh, we made fun of that for a while until we were like, what should he have said? You could be like, hey, don't worry, it's me, Brad Pitt. Like, you don't <laughs> say Brad Pitt. You don't say Brad P. There's nothing you can do. Bit Pitts. Too famous. Too famous. Anyway. But there is a anyway. thing that like, People who got famous before, like, technology, like, email and stuff, like, they don't, like, you you think Jennifer Aniston has an email account? Like, Jennifer Aniston don't even, she don't fuck with email. Like, people run all that shit for her. Yeah, I think Jennifer Aniston has an email account. No, I don't think she does. Yes. Or it's like Lady Girl Bird at AOL.com. Like people sure. who got like like people got yeah. famous before, like it's like they're they're still like from a different generation. She probably her um her her email is probably like Courtney Dix at <laughs> gmail.com, you know, and a, it's a play on a friend. Or it's like yeah, or it's like um Jen Bird, Flower Girl, twenty five. Yeah, yeah. It's probably it's probably like um, okay. Uh, new hairdo at <laughs> aol.org. Everybody wants to be me at aol. Mm. Jen, you said it. Everyone wants to be me, Jen. <laughs> also, it's me, Jen. <laughs> All right, so um. Captain Lee says they get the night off to see a perform. Well, obviously it's the last charter. Um, the they get the night <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the yacht, the owner of the yacht or whatever, set up a performance for the crew so they can have like dinner and a show. But they'll be working hard flipping the boat up until then. And that night they get a full Tahitian dance performance and food waiting for them on this like boat deck thing it's like a dinner cruise um and so they get the performance and they get to have dinner and captain lee says they're gonna have a dinner cruise that will drop them off on the island to go clubbing and kate says that she will miss josiah the most but loves their whole crew this season and they go out to the club and drink it up as usual and tyler is dancing with a bunch of girls and kate thinks it's dumb because riley looked really hot that night and tyler is so drunk that he's at this point dancing with the bar like that's how drunk he is. He'd dance with anything. And then he just passes out really hard on one of the couches. And 
Riley says there's nothing attractive about a sloppy drunk. And that really like finalized the relationship for her. And Ashton puts him in the cab and they send him back to the boat so he can pass out in peace. And then Ashley and Ashton and Laura make out a bunch while everyone dances up a storm. And it looks really fun. Looks like they were truly having fun. Like even Josiah was dancing and Josiah is so serious. Just a good butler boy. Good British butler. Primrose. He's a primrose. And then uh, back on the boat, Tyler somehow gets out of the cab and on the boat and into his bunk, even though he looks like he's that person who's like walking with like gravity, pulling their like shoulders back like their, their their legs are forward more forward than their uh top of their body because they're so drunk i don't There's know like it falling over haven't you seen the video of the drunkest guy ever like trying to buy beer in the like how have you never seen that video it's like a convenience store and this guy's trying to buy beer but he's so uh, no i've drunk. seen that yes like, yes yes that was his vibe like he's like well falling yeah, yeah he's, he's just standing like at the uh refrigerators right and yeah. he's like he keeps falling down he keeps pulling he on like, the refrigerator yeah he like can't get i'll, I'll post a screenshot and be like this stuff. is tyler so uh yeah everyone finally heads back to the boat and laura and ashton go into his bunk and uh, Ashton covers the camera. Uh-oh. They're probably planning a heist. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're going to play hide the chakuri. You know what I mean? Hide the chakuri. Hide the chakuri. Anyway, everyone goes to bed in their chakuri plates. And it's the next day. Yes. <laughs> We're almost done. Laura asks if the room smells like sex with her and Ashton and everyone else is packing to leave. And Laura tells Adrian about the sexual comments he was making. That was making her uncomfortable. And Adrian says he was raised in the Caribbean and everyone talks about sex and it's not a serious thing. And he thought Laura was joking around with him. And she said she was raised in a very conservative environment. Okay. And Adrian says if she had said something before, he would have stopped. And Laura says it was over the line and she felt singled out and she wants him to know in the future someone else may not be as cool about it. And women deal with a lot of shit in the kitchen. So don't do that. And Adrian apologizes to her and says he doesn't want to hurt anyone or make anyone feel uncomfortable. Mm. That's nice. Hmm. This could have gone better, but it also could have gone a lot worse. Yeah. Tyler leaves first and he says he thinks yachting is cool, but he's not sure if it's uh, for him in the long run. And he's going to Mississippi first where he's going to fight fires. And that's the plan for now. And Tyler asks Riley to connect in the future. And she says she hopes it's not the end of their friendship. And then Riley's leaving and she says that she would definitely do this all again. And she wants respects, respect and needs to work on giving more respect and to work on her delivery. Were you surprised Riley lasted the whole season? I mean, I the one who called for her to be fired for the first, like, seven yeah. episodes of the season. So, no. I mean, it's amazing how much, you know, Ross's patience helped out. Just <laughs> Ross having a plan. Ross it's, being able to be a boss. Ross the boss. It's It's funny how, like, the show improved greatly, just like all the vibes when Caroline's weird yeah. ass and... Um, shitty Chandler left. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's something to be said for leadership. Yeah. 
So Adrian's leaving next and he says he's not perfect and makes mistakes and learned a lot about himself this season and says he accepted a job working for a a very wealthy couple in New York and he'll see where it goes from there. So it sounds like he's still there. It sounds ominous. Like, uh, you know, a wealthy couple. No one's ever seen them. He murdered that couple. Yeah. There might already be ghosts. He uses them in his food or in his table settings. Body parts. Interesting. In an oh, aquarium. yes. Why is this like, is this a coming penis <laughs> that you've put LED lights under? Yes. Yes. Doesn't it make you hungry? <laughs> Don't I make you hungry, baby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see oh, that Chef thing Ben's that here. Uh, Seth Rogen is going live with Chef Ben? I can't wait. I'll be there. It's like happening right now. What's he doing that for? They're like making chocolate or something. It's part of like a fundraiser. I don't fucking know. They're raising awareness. Yeah, so Ross is leaving. He says he's sad to be leaving his boy Ashton, but can't wait to see his kid and baby mama Allison. And he says he loves yachting and will be doing this for a long time, baby. And uh, Laura says she's happy her interior team is ending on a happy note and didn't think that her, Josiah, and Kate would all be friends, but they are. And Kate says that she would work with her again in a heartbeat. Crazy. And uh, Ashton decides to leave with Laura and hang out with her for a while, a little while longer after his near-death experience. He says, you know, connections are more important than anything else. Josiah is leaving and he says he doesn't like to plan too far ahead and he loves being a second stew and hopes to step up one day and be a chief stew. And he's really going to miss Kate and says they'll be friends forever. Then I don't know if you noticed, but Josiah has the smallest luggage out of everyone. He packed like two outfits, his clubbing outfit and his butlering outfit. What else is there to pack? They have uniforms for you. You wear all day long. He's just so like, Classic British butler. You pack light because that is all you need. Pack light because you leave in the night. It's so fascinating to be like, I went to butler school and I'm a very proper British man. It's fascinating. One would argue it's like, but why don't you aim higher in life? And he's like, no, no, I must be the help. Anyway, I shouldn't insult the help. I'm just saying it it feels like he comes from a, a somewhat maybe higher class family yet chose to be a butler. I don't know. I'm assuming things and I shouldn't be. Anyway, Kate and Captain Lee agree that they had the best crew ever, even though it was a wild ride. And then she leaves and says that it was the best season she's had in a while. And Tahiti made yachting fun for her again. And Captain Lee doesn't say any final words. And that's the end of the episode. And the end of the season. All right. Let's get some boat facts with Nikki T's. The uh the the ripping of the coral reefs from their roots. These these animals from their home, from their family, uh really disturbed me. So I I'm a bit of a tree hugger, so I went to treehugger.com. <laughs> okay. Um and I found six fascinating facts about coral reefs. Are you ready? Yeah. Number 1, corals are not plants. They're actually animals and are, amazingly enough, relatives of jellyfish and anemones. Mm -hmm. Number two, though they are animals, they do rely on photosynthesis to survive. They're kind of like a tomato is half fruit, half vegetable. You know, it's like a half animal, half plant. The coral polyps aren't doing the actual photosynthesizing. Microscopic algae or zooxanthellae 
live within the cells lining the digestive cavity of the polyp. As much as 90% of the energy a polyp needs comes from this symbiotic relationship. The other 10% comes from hunting the polyp does by extending its tentacles to catch prey. Number three, reefs formed by corals are one of the most biodiverse marine areas on the planet, housing hundreds, even thousands of species. The diversity is due to the fact that reefs are an important location for finding food, shelter, mates, and places to reproduce. They also act as nurseries for large fish species, keeping them safe until they're large enough to strike out into the deeper ocean. Number four, coral reefs are important to the development of new medicines. They've uh, been developed to treat cancer, arthritis, human bacterial infections, Alzheimer's, heart disease, viruses, and other diseases. Coral reefs, number five. They're so valuable to the fishing and tourism industries. And I know that this, this says six fascinating facts about coral reef, but this is the last fact, number five. Okay. Treehugger.com has a lot of good qualities and some bad. They're so valuable to the fishing and tourism industries, as well as protecting shorelines from the storm damage, that destroying just one kilometer of coral reef means the loss of between 137000 to $1.2 million over a 25-year period, according to the World Resources Institute. <laughs> and yet, nearly 60% of the world's coral reefs are threatened by human activity. So, uh, coral reefs, they're A, people. And B, more important than your life will ever be. So stay the fuck off them. All right. Uh, yeah, maybe, I guess, Riley, don't steal no coral reefs. And, and Adrian. Okay, well, that's our season. Incredible. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with the reunion episode where we can that's really right. put a bow on season six. Season six, episode 16, and then we're going to do the reunion tomorrow or Monday whenever this comes out. Okay, follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Uh, follow me at Anna Hosty. Nick is at Nick's Turners. And hey, guys, leave us a five-star review, baby. What's up? Five-star review, boat fact in the review, whatever you want. Also, check out our merch on TeePublic. Uh, you will not be disappointed. There's so much more to come. Check it out. All right, guys, we're outie. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Thursday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.
You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.